this week's episode of Marvelous Podcast, in which we'll be talking about Series 1, Episode 5, She-Hulk, Mean, Green, and Straight Poured Into These Jeans. I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. And Laura. Hello. And without further ado, Laura, what did you think of this week's episode and this week's episode's title? Well, the title's appalling, but (laughs) the episode was really good. Yay! And this was important because it was my birthday on Thursday. So it was the first thing I did was get up and watch She-Hulk. Uh, and they put on a special one for my birthday, which I'm very grateful for. Oh, I think it had a, a lot to do with the increased screen time of Nikki, Pug and the rather regal Mallory book. Um, I was listening to the Empire podcast. They've not done every episode, but they're doing like a mid-season one. And they were saying, you know, this, what's great about this is it's a hangout show. And, you know, this is something we've always wanted. I'm like, yeah, I've wanted that since the Age of Ultron party. But for me, this has not been a hangout show because we've not seen a lot of the people we would want hanging out. Um, but for this, the, the, um, the pairing up of Pug and Nikki, I thought, was um, very entertaining. So, yay! Hurrah! Cool. I'm delighted that you got a, a birthday piece of joy from She-Hulk <laughs> because, you know... Could have been any other episode so far, and it, you know, could have gone so wrong. Matthew, how did you find it and the title? I, I, I wonder if the title is some modern phrase that is used in by a pop beat combo or something that I've missed out on. But I'm too old and too male to understand it. I, I assumed it was something the kids say. Some sort of slang by young mm-hmm. hip TikTokers. Um, how good is Jamila Jamil's American accent? So good. You don't notice it. I didn't notice it so much. I didn't feel like she had a whole lot of lines apart from her, frankly, glorious opening advert, which I, <laughs> I mean, I would, I would buy it. I was convinced. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I love her accent and hearing it in this because there are so many times when you listen to it, you're going, "Oh, Bendy Combat is working at this, isn't he?" Ooh, you know, <laughs> very good in this. I have, do not want to comment on the rest of the episode and my feelings on it. Kind of going to make this a quick pod, so <laughs> yeah. Laura Hopefully had a happy so. birthday. I don't really want to talk. Happy birthday, Laura! I'm very glad it was Laura's your birthday. Had her happy and I, birthday, I'm so you delighted that you enjoyed it. That oh, makes me dear. happy, and that makes me more enjoyment in this episode. Oh dear, Abby, mm. how about you? Yeah, <laughs> it's. I, 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 I would. No, 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 no. No, it's okay. So I'm going to say I'm somewhere in the middle, um, in which the things that were good are good with a capital G. Nikki's stripy top was mm. an absolute <laughs> treat. Like I was just there going, I want that. That looks great. I'm just so happy to have seen this piece of clothing on my television. It's really nice. Then she had a pink blazer um, and she had really good makeup. And I was just like, you know, that's that's fine. It's like, you know, when you watch Sex in the City and you're just there going, mm. oh, yeah, I've got some sh- thoughts about shoes. and What I an interesting link for this episode. It will be. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I think uh, Nikki's presence, outfits, existence uh, was was really fun, and, mm. and like you say, I enjoyed her scenes with Pug, and it was nice to see Mallory back. But I think overall, it was just like, you know how with WandaVision, we spent the whole time going, "Oh, do you know that thing? And you know that thing? And you know this could be like this, and this could be like this." And you just kind of created a larger thing in your head. With this, I just I couldn't 
I couldn't do anything if I wanted to. And even when they're like, oh, look around the costume room. Ooh, ooh. And I was just like, oh, you know, because when they threaded the needle on the things, it was so flat. <laughs> it was so like, hey, remember when I went on those dates as She-Hulk and then we did this thing? Okay. Hmm. Sure. Sure. So up and down. <laughs> but um, Matthew, Sex and the City. Mm. Say more words on that. The director of this, uh, Anu Valia, mm-hmm. was director on two episodes of And Just Like That. Oh, really? Oh, really? And two of the better episodes of And Just Like That. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one about her writing the book um, and, the, and the, the full development of Che and Miranda. And then the one about Miranda. Oh, I'm about to give spoilers for And Just Like That. So, you know. It was probably a Venn diagram crossover of the Sorry, listeners. My, my face is very much, no one cares about that. <laughs> but where Miranda uh, tells Steve she's leaving him. And and where we had a lot more Lily and and Charlotte going out and looking amazing and filmed beautifully. I'm, I'm really interested to know that because I, I feel like that attention to detail came mm-hmm. through for me. That direction, yeah. Sort of mm. catching those elements and kind of pulling them front and center from the show generally. Yeah, that's well, there we go. Mm. Yes, I was just looking up the um, costume designer, seeing as we are quite regularly talking about the clothes, because mm-hmm. I also went and uh, had a good look at all of um, Mallory Book's dresses. Yes, mm-hmm. black like and white Ro- one, oh. Roland Moray. No surprise. Very nice. I will link. And so I just thought, oh, I'll look up the costume designer because you know she's probably done some, you know, lovely things and uh, known for Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I don't remember either of them being particularly well dressed. So I think maybe <laughs> and skyscraper. Again, Dwayne Johnson not really a, a guy for colours. He probably had some sort of loose linen shirt that was open most of the buttons. <laughs> Tight t shirt. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah. So I think she's had her opportunity here to really go for it, particularly with Nikki mm. and Mallory. Um, what, what is the name, sorry? Oh, sorry, that's a very good point. Her name is Anne Foley. Yeah. Well, well done, Anne. Well done, Anne. Well done, well done Anne. Anne. Thank we you, appreciate us. Mm. Yeah, because those, particularly those Mallory book dresses, very nice. Oh, really, very the, nice. both of the, the black and white one was mm. just kind of, I, I couldn't honestly listen for a moment to what was happening because I was just going, <laughs> look at that, look at it, look at it. That's really nice, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, the idea that you have a show where you get to dress René Elise mm, Goldberry, yeah. Goldberry, thank you, and and Jamila Jamil, mm. that's quite an exciting mm. prospect, I imagine. Yeah. Mm. So talking talking of such things, I've recently tried out Emily in Paris. Emily oh, really? on Paris. Yes. Have either of you seen this? <laughs> no, no sorry, I, no. I heard about it, and I thought maybe later. Yeah, and I was kind of like, maybe never when I heard about it. And then I was just, you know, looking for something fluffy. And I thought, well, look, I'll look at one episode. <laughs> Both seasons. <laughs> straight <laughs> straight through. Um, and it is trash. But sometimes but it's time for trash. kind of really pretty trash. Oh. It's got the Sex and the City, mm-hmm. the original um, costume and uh, And it's set in Paris, so that's all gorgeous. And there's a lot of very attractive... Parisian men, etc. So yeah, I recommend it if you're looking for something a bit fluffy and uh, mm, sounds rather nice for right now. Everything else, yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Going back mm. to this, 
<laughs> yeah, back back to this show. The first so the first half of the episode, if you think about it as being kind of all of the setup and all of the stuff with Nikki and the return of Pog, hooray, we missed him. Mm. Um and just I was so into the pits with Nikki and Pug. I was just sitting there thinking I could really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I was there, you know, looking at the bubble tea and being really engaged with their kind of hunt for superhero costuming. And I just thought, this feels like something we would enjoy in a podcast. You know, we're going to go to the superhero costumer and this is going to be great fun. Mm-hmm. And it kind of was. And I just felt so sad that as soon as Jennifer is there, I start to lose interest. Ooh. And this is the thing, because Tatiana Maslany, we know she's so good. Mm-hmm. Why am I not at all interested? Do you know, I, I have a similar reaction. I did like, you know, I think maybe because I was in a positive mood because of the other bits, then there were bits <laughs> of her bits which I laughed at and, and thought were good. But I think it's the way she's written. I, I think it is. Well, we know it can't be Tatiana because no. we've seen. And she's great. So how many other things have we got left? Mm. I thought the thing about, there was a line about how the serum and the tonic and the other thing mm. were completely different things. And I thought that was hilarious because I had just said it myself. <laughs> no, absolutely. I've got a critique of beauty products is spot on. Mm. Really enjoyable. Um, so like that kind of setup was so strong and interesting. Like here are the beauty products. Here is Tatiana's kind of range and things and, and I, I was so, I was so delighted by by the look and the branding and all of these things, and it just felt like really lovely packaging. And then the story just dropped. Can someone tell me is that how American courts work? Because I've watched so much court drama, and they never let you go away till Thursday to get more stuff. I think they do, except it's an initial hearing. I, that's why I'm asking. Like, what am I missing? <laughs> I think so. so I think. So Tatiana was suing, they then countersued, and this was a hearing about the countersuing. Right. And because Tatiana's, no, Tatiana's <laughs> lawyer was trying to get it dismissed so that it didn't have to go to a proper hearing. And what Mallory was arguing is there is enough here for us to actually have a proper hearing. Right. So it wasn't actually the case. It was the no, I think preamble. A, yeah, the preamble. Or the attempt to get it just dismissed out of hand, okay. which failed. So Mallory got her day, her proper day in court to humiliate Jen. I wanted to listen. I wanted to pay attention when they were trying to explain the court thing to me. But it just, you know, it just... I thought we were going to get kind of the costume reveal episode. And I thought it was going to be this kind of glorious moment. And we mm. were going to see the thing. And then the episode went away. And I was watching... I- I think the shortness of the episodes is, for me, what's possibly hurting it here. Because this is mm. what Ali McBeal did. It mm. did a thing a few episodes in where it sort of brought together some of the stories and, and sort of highlight moments from other episodes in one thing together. It was like, oh, this is who we're looking at. And these aren't just single things. It's a indicative of the character. And I think they're doing it here. But there's so much little else. It was like, well, of course, it's going to reference... Her becoming the superhero, then it's going to be about her not liking the name but dealing with it, and then it's going to be about the dating, because those are the episodes we've had. Mm. The, it, it was all so obvious. You, you talk about not it not being interesting. 
I, I felt it wasn't interesting because I'm like, I can see where this is going. I can see where this is going really early on, like it's a very old Star Trek episode and you know what the thing is and you just wait for the crew to figure it out. Mm. It had that sort of thing. Whereas, whereas at least with the costuming stuff, the, the side story, plot B, it was possibly doing something different or, or going in a different direction. Mm. So so it had more interest. Um, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it brought in enough new things that I was already done with the old ones before they'd even finished kind of hammering them in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah, we we were on the dates with her. We saw that they're awful people. Now we're mm. going to hear it again. It's going to make us sad again, as it made us sad a couple of episodes ago. So, cool, cool. Okay, let's, you know, pat the pace, folks. But I think it's, we're, we're, it's continually pushing this identity problem for Jen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing where she's been written, when she's Jen, she's such a wet blanket. And they do that a couple of times in this episode. So when she's confronting um, Titania, I really have to think after it every time. Um, When she's confronting Titania at the launch event or what have you, she then takes the picture of her in a van and says, oh, just, just, okay, but only one. I'm only going to take one. And Nikki's obviously saying, what are you doing? Hmm. And then with, um, you know, when Todd suggests that they have another drink, and she immediately crumbles on that. And they really point out, wow, you completely crumbled on that, didn't you? And so I think they're pushing this whole Jen's a wet blanket. Mm. And and um... that's kind of an interesting choice for your main character, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's, we've talked kind of quite a lot and we're still talking about how we're not like massively engaged by Jen and we're not very interested mm. in Jen. And. Is there a chance that there is just kind of a clever long game about how it's difficult because she just kind of sucks and some people suck? <laughs> that's, that's kind of the way I'm rationalising because when she talks to the camera and when she appears in court she, uh, uh, as the lawyer, uh, she appears to be actually fairly confident and very capable. Yeah. And and I'm finding that very incongruous with what it's giving to us as her as a character, which is making me wonder either unreliable narrator and this is her internal feelings that we're getting displayed on more but more likely it's that she's relating this after it's all happened and that's why there's the third the, the fourth wall breaks i, I suspect mm-hmm. it's not and it's not as clever as as we would like it to be and it's just they're making a very wet sorry for her maybe well i think they're doing it to differentiate between confident she-hulk and then doormat jen and so that they can then set up as they've been doing this kind of identity crisis for her where, you know, to start with, she was very much, I'm Jen, I'm not even going to tell anyone I'm a Hulk. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, not wanting to accept the, you know, the name or the the, the um, attention. <clears throat> and then I think we're shifting towards where, you know, we've already had, you know, when she's attacked in the alley and then she's looking in the... In the windscreen, uh, in the window, and sort of kind of you know, going, oh, okay, well, this isn't quite so bad. And then this episode as well, she says, you know, there are good things about it. Mm. The ridiculous blow dry you suddenly get, and um, and the lack of hangovers, etc. So I, was, I do wonder if they're doing something with that. I was just wondering if they're trying to make the larger point that when women are unencumbered by men and the fear of men, then they are able to be their true selves. Mm. because, mm. you know, she makes the third point she makes is about being able to walk down the street with headphones on without worrying. Oh, I like that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, another truism, and it is another yeah. one of those times where they've just dropped that in, and you go, yeah, ugh. Um, and then you have well, to that, kind see, of... See, that one didn't feel... 
Well, more I just that true. one felt more natural. Mm. Yeah. Then um, it's not as bad as. But yeah, versus the later conversation with Mallory, where it's mm. well, he's never had to prove himself to a room of mediocre oh, men, has he? And then yeah, and then it went on and on and on. Yeah, you know, kind mm. of. This is bonding. I can see this, but we seem to be stumping on this again. But maybe maybe that is the overall point that the show is trying to make is that Jen can't be herself because of men which is I mean admittedly not a point I love but it, but also it, that you know when 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 she's with Tatiana and she's kind of cowed by her that's woman on woman that's true and I found I found their interactions quite kind of interesting it was quite kind of puerile and you know can't what, Tatiana yeah yeah, well, I think that's the whole character, isn't it? Yes, but I think in an age where we've sort of seen much cleverer versions of that kind of thing with with young women in, in stories, mm. it seemed weird to go back to 1993. Yeah, but she's a villain. I think it's... No, I'm, I'm, I, I know what you mean. I just found it, I, I guess, flat. Okay. No, I liked... Um... Jamila's portrayal of her, I thought she. It's not really Jamila I'm having the problem with, I think. I think it's the way that Jen is with. Oh, Jen, how Jen reacts to her. Yes, yeah. Oh, sorry, okay, so I thought you meant the Jamila. No. um, No. Titania characterisation. No, I I felt like uh, Jen was quite puerile with Tatiana, who is just being herself. She's being an entire character, and I I didn't really have a problem with that, but Jen just seemed Mm. to kind of. snipey and odd. Well, (laughs) when Jen walks into the courtroom she said uh, Titania says to her nice suit Shrek I'm not sure I'd be on great terms with this person no Uh, I also don't think the show should be calling attention to that (laughs) you know given given thoughts elsewhere (laughs) I'm kind of hoping this is it for Titania even though I've liked liked what they've done with her I like her as being sort of more of a red herring for the villain than actually her okay. being the mastermind behind all of this. Mm. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind her popping up again, but not you know, this now being the build-up mm. to her being the big boss. I, I, I would enjoy it if they moved this to a place of frenemies. Yeah. Mm. I'd like yeah. her to still be in the world. Like, I think I'd, I'd quite enjoy sort of still seeing her adverts mm-hmm. and having... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know how much I'd buy it. I'd buy her as being this, I'd buy her launching this product and, and um, trademarking the name in order to sort of money grab and profit off of She-Hulk. I don't think I'm going to buy her as wanting She-Hulk's blood to take over the world or whatever it is. You know? Oh, no, not not at all. But I could see her coming in and helping on the plot somehow or yeah. something she's done being, you know. Yeah, so it's that kind of secondary um... Mm. Need some kind of PR campaign. Like once she's got her image and then she wants to join the Avengers and she's like, How can I be good at Instagram? And they'll be like mm. and they'll be sitting there and Nikki will be like, Well, I can do all these things with like dating apps. But you know, if you want the big brands, there's only one person we can ask. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like that that has room for fun. Because we but, we had that in Ms. Marvel and I liked that. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. the girl who was not a friend but also Oh, uh, Zoe, yeah. You know, yeah. So Thank, thank you. I, I know I'm terrible with names, so thank you. <laughs> uh, how good was her accent? I'm just, you know, I've got to be good about, you know, good things. Jamil Jamil's accent was amazing. I mean, yeah. 
That's it my was, positive thing for the episode. Look. It's fine. Well, it's okay. But I think there are more things. So um, I have I have so many notes. I like I really made an effort to post this podcast. Um, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> but um, like I thought that Pug's kind of sneakerhead revelation and the Iron Man threes, which we saw in the credits. By the way, I would like some Marvel. Make those. Send them to me. Um, I thought they were really nice. I thought that was quite interesting. Like we've talked a bit about how we'd like to see kind of. Marvel engaging with what it's like in terms of Avengers merch and that sort of thing. We've mm. seen bits. The Avengers existing in the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like Avengers fandom. And mm-hmm. uh, and we got to see Avengers knockoffs. Avengers. That was uh, fun. Avengers and Avengers. <laughs> I did enjoy that. <laughs> I too really enjoyed I'm that. particularly seeing Nikki dressed in that and saying, you know, you have to have the hat. Well, of course I want to complete the ensemble. Oh, yeah. it's hilarious. That was yeah. a good moment. That was, that was brilliant. brilliant. I don't understand the connection between the costumer, costumier, mm-hmm. who we'll sure we'll talk about, and the knockoff t-shirts thing. Mm. The the two are very incongruous, but it seemed to imply they were together. I think it just he just knew him. How? Yeah, I what? It's... How? It, it... Well, when you get clothes printed. <laughs> Obviously, you'll come into contact with leading fashion designers for superheroes. Obviously. Manufacturing yeah. process somewhere down the yeah. line. Uh, I mean, it, it could be that, or it could it, indeed be that they were in some way together or more more closely linked. Hmm. Or maybe that is kind of the first hurdle to get past. You know, if you're put off by the guy having the Avongas, mm-hmm. then uh, maybe you don't get to, to Luke. Yeah. Could be. I don't Could know. Be. Maybe, maybe. It just it, it didn't hold together. It felt like they had a couple of scenes they wanted to do Ooh, and a couple mm. of jokes they wanted to do. But but the, the links are weak. Mm. Mm. It's interesting with the um sneak his sneaker collection, it's at the end they've got the the drawing of them. Mm-hmm. And so there is a Deadpool, there's a thing. Mm. Um and there's something else I can't remember that isn't yet in mm. the universe. Okay. So how are the Thing trainers, if the, I was gonna say the fabulous for, <laughs> which the, those are the ones that Luke designs for. <laughs> then uh, the famous four, four aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Ginger beers all round. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, maybe that's one of those things that will turn out to have existed for a while, and the Avengers yeah, maybe. just hasn't caught up with it yet. Maybe. Because I think it's another thing we talked about this phase is that it's a bit weird because you haven't kind of got your through line. You're mm. just kind of going around, you're dancing around the periphery of the main characters mm. all the time. So could be that when we catch up, there'll be more things. Mm. With the court case, one of the things which I, and this is American law, so I'm not too sure at all. But they earlier said that she needed to show a pattern of use in a professional capacity. And then they use her dating profile. So is that a professional capacity? That's because so that's an <laughs> element to the show I hadn't picked up on. <laughs> yeah. And also, and this might just be because it's American law is different to England and Wales. She is both a criminal and civil lawyer because Blonsky was criminal. And then every, I think all of her other ones have been civil. And I know here, definitely you are one or the other. You don't it's possible they don't differentiate here. Yeah, maybe. Don't you Sounds have weird. to They're do... Quite different systems. Is this that thing where you have to do... 
other things. You know what? I don't know the words and I don't know. Pro bono? Okay. Anyway. Yes, that, that is what yeah. I was thinking of. Well, let, me just, well, let me just do it for free. That doesn't mean... <laughs> but I wondered if it was a different, a different type of law. I don't know. No, I've only seen normally. Suits. It doesn't really go into it. And The Good Wife, which <laughs> right. does, but, you know. Moving <laughs> on. My head. Okay. Moving on. I've got a note that says nice wooden bowls, which I'm guessing is probably a shopping list. <laughs> In the lack of design classics, I think, in this. Okay, okay. It's got one's got the nuts, they've got nice wooden bowls. I just oh, thought good. they were nice. They're probably from mm. Henny's or something. Um <laughs> shall we shall we talk about our costumier, Luke Jacobson? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um did any did anyone look him up? Uh, actors called Griffin Matthews. Be delighted to know that that he is a Marvel deep cut. And we oh. have a link and we have an article which will tell you all things that I'm about to rip out of it and tell you here. Um, but it is, um, he is a character in a 1986, it's um, referred to as kind of like the, to say that it's an outlier in the Marvel Universe is, is to be very generous with the concept of outlier, a character called Dakota North who has a short run of comics um, and she works in private security. And Luke Jacobson is her first customer, and he is, yeah, he's a fashion designer. He was apparently based on a friend of the writer. Um, she wanted the character to be gay and to be HIV plus because this is at the time of the peak of AIDS in America. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was told that not really what people come to comics for, but it, it was still fairly clear. She felt mm-hmm. that, that that character made those aspects clear. So whilst, whilst visually they don't necessarily have a great deal of resemblance to each other. Apparently, many people were delighted with this particularly random call-out to one of Marvel's earliest not-straight characters. Mm. Oh, that's so, right. I thought that was something. When you think about someone designing superhero costumes, yes. a, a superhero costume, yeah, there is one person you think of, and that's Edna Mode from The uh, Incredibles. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this did not go far enough to differentiate this character. I feel like it was almost trying to put me in mind of to engender goodwill towards it. I have seen The Incredibles and retain absolutely nothing about it whatsoever. Oh, so the one bit that you need to retain. The, the, the no capes thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gone. Um, interesting. It's hard because I felt like I was watching it and going, yeah, I've, I've seen this and I think I've seen it done better. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, bitchy fashion designer, that is not just an Edinburgh thing, is it? No, no, that's fair. It's a trope. <laughs> so, yeah, do something different? Uh, I liked him. I, I will say, I, I liked I liked his look. I liked his studio. I was quite interested by some of the clothes in there. I've only seen the episode once, and I think mm. retrospectively, I probably like to go and see. What was that one hanging? Whose was that? Because it kind of looked a bit Wonder Woman, and I was like, wait, no, that's weird um <laughs> there were there were some interesting things in his in his room and i i like that everything was in a nice kind of you know hanging up in mm-hmm. a bag and, and there, was a, there was a cowl in a box interesting was. Mm. Which nice is like, I, I really liked his uh just get on with this just kind of keep moving just move forwards this is i i enjoyed mm. that and mm. i sort of needed some some energy from someone somewhere Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that energy was fine with me and Mm -hmm. I just really didn't like that they didn't then land it by showing me the clothes Mm. that was a problem for me because I was was not ready to be cut off Mm. 
No, because it's kind of like a reveal, isn't there? And now we're just going to see her in it at the beginning of the next episode, I'm assuming. I don't know. She's I... not still going to be in a footballer on a DUI suit, is she? <laughs> if she's got those sat there. <laughs> and again, it's a beat that we've had elsewhere. In most of these things, someone gets their costume and gets to do the big reveal of it at some point. So, yeah, I'm assuming <laughs> that the extra that he's done for her is an actual suit it's the actual costume. leotardy thing yeah. or, or modern version of the leotard. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and I do want to see that. Presumably, mm. it's not going to be a leotard. I mean, I at least it's some not sort of be like the high cut version. <laughs> well, exactly. It's very now though <laughs> that cut. You know. Yes. We've also been watching Euphoria recently, and all you're putting me in mind of is stuff in that. So, oh really? <laughs> Tray revealing? No, I yes, I I have heard. I don't think it will be on my list. I think I'll be waiting for Emily in Paris season three instead. <laughs> it's probably a bit more my speed. I, I'm guessing they're not that similar. I haven't watched Emily in Paris, so... I've not watched Euphoria, but I think we can be relatively safe on this we, can, we can probably guess this. Well, you know, Zendaya's in Euphoria, so... I mean, I haven't seen yeah. it, but it's... That's and been apparently tempting. amazing, and that she keeps winning all... Um, I've seen clips. She right. seems amazing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Hmm. So, clearly something's working there. Anyway, it, it is, I think, nice that after all this, they managed to pull in some kind of Marvel deep cut into this where we, mm. frankly, haven't been mm. looking for one. <laughs> um, mm. So, hey, that's that's something. This this is a Marvel show. It is looking to exist in that canon. It is trying to do something. Mm. Um, you know, it, it does want to have some bits of engagement with that longer line of fandom. I've just had a realisation. Abby, do you know whose hat was in the box? No. That was my realisation. Whose hat was in the box? <laughs> That's Daredevil. Plus five to Sonar helmet. Which one's Daredevil? The blind one. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh, from it. Oh. But not Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, that would be a Imagine if it's Ben Affleck. <laughs> and imagine if Ben Affleck is also Mephisto. So, okay. Maybe J-Lo can be Mephisto Maybe that could be So do you recall In Spider-Man No Way Home Yes At the beginning when uh, Spider-Man's being revealed as Peter Parker Yes Yes, And there's a there guy was who a catches lawyer. the brick Yes, yes. That is Matt Murdock And he, he has a series He's Well mm, He's had three se- series on Netflix I feel like you told me I should watch them uh, yeah, I would recommend yeah, them. I, I think they're good. Um, and he's very good in the role, which is why he is one of the few, at least so far, who has then been cut, recast again in the MCU. Uh-huh. And so he, they announced at D23, I think it was, something like that, his new series, which is called Daredevil Born Again. What is not clear is if it's a continuation or a reboot. <laughs> We sort of heard both things from people. Interesting. And whether it will respect that history mm. or not. But then you've also got Vincent D'Onofrio playing Kingpin in Hawkeye. The big guy in the white suit. Yes, I remember him. So he also is the same actor, same character from right. the Daredevil. Um, and sort of was in a couple of seasons as the big bad. Uh, so, yeah, so it's still a question. But yeah, that, that big reveal, that reveal of the hat was kind of like a, oh, Daredevil's coming. And he's a lawyer. 
right? He is a lawyer, yes. So will will they meet in a professional context? Does he do superhero law? No, he normally does underdog law that doesn't pay very much at all. In New York. penniless. Yes, in New York, that's a really good point. Um, and then at night he Batman's around the place. Oh right, as Daredevil. Okay, and, and Ben Affleck. <laughs> so <laughs> just to confuse things. Do we think it will be a professional or a superhero meeting? Well, this is the thing. It could be they bump into each other picking up their costumes, or it Miss- could be they end up across court. <laughs> Mistletoe is deadly if you eat it. <laughs> I'll do that thing. That would be incredible. <laughs> Um, Batman and Catwoman in Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. Oh, I've seen that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. They have yeah. a whole like, that's good. and it's, it's yes. their their knowledge of of myths yes. about mistletoe. That no, I thought they, we were still know. talking about Daredevil. Yeah. I was just, <laughs> I wasn't yeah. expecting it to was go a place I knew. Yes, we could also do that yeah. thing, which also has Ben Affleck as Batman <laughs> and Daredevil. Stop it! No. Stop it! <laughs> I I don't think we need any Ben Affleck. Because in this, this is another American law thing. We need we need an American consultant for this. Yes, show. we do. Aren't you only qualified in certain states? Mm-hmm. The bar. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you have to pass the bar in certain states. Mm-hmm. So it's unlikely to be in a professional capacity for him to be turning up in LA, isn't it? What if your lawyer's from a different state and you need to Then they to have be... to pass... They, normally, I think they have to pass the bar in the state that you want to practice. I and think you can this... have more than one state, but the likelihood of New York and California... Seems I feel like likely. if you're going to have two states, that seems like the two you might want to have, though. No, but what, you're going to be flying back up. and forth across the country to People do. work. Actors do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... That, so that seems. I I think this is worth having a pin in it and doing some research. Each of us doing some homework. Oh, homework for the I next episode, homework. and coming back and discussing our knowledge of the bar exams, which states apply to each other, and are there any contingencies that allow you to practice for a short period but not run a firm? You can represent someone in another court, but you can't actually work yeah. in their practicing law, maybe. And or any American lawyers listening. <laughs> yeah, just tell us. Touch, just tell us. <laughs> like they'll know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not going to be listening now, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, please ignore Matthew. He doesn't speak for us. Okay, if you are an American lawyer and you do know, hit me up so I can get my homework done easily. Thank you. <laughs> I think of all of us who are the least deserving of that, given your slander. Uh, just tell us how law works. Someone tell us. Uh, so, so, yeah, slander's so when you say it. Say it libels when it's in print. I know, but you said it. So slander. So I got it right. <laughs> so the Daredevil thing's quite exciting. Looking forward to that. Hmm. Um, what do we think of Todd? Which one's Todd? Todd is the date that she then ran into in the lobby of the law offices. Oh, was he the New York one? No, or was he, he the was one the specimen one? Oh, the one who wanted to prod her. Yeah. That was and she was a, yeah, and thought she was a great specimen and was asking mm. about, you know, what her right. skin, whether her skin was um Interesting. I didn't think anything of him particularly. I thought it was very clumsy because we were all there already. But See, I think him like being particularly. Mm. Particularly yeah. him being one of the firm's biggest clients. Well, that is a big Swiss law firm. Mm-hmm. So he is someone or his organisation yeah. is something mm. powerful. Mm. Also, the actors in the credits and none of the others are. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I think he could be linked to our villain. 
Could he be the villain, the do we think? He could be the big bad? No, because it's the leader. But okay. otherwise, yeah. He'd be the kind of... The, the corporate front of the leader, I yes. think. Mm. Yes. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Like the partner yeah. of that. Mm. Yes. Mm, good catch. So, I mean, that's kind of where my notes end anyway. Um <laughs> I know it says whose hat is it because I I hope that someone would know. So thanks for sorting that one out preemptively. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing. There was some really bright points. There were some really interesting things. We actually had some stuff to talk about, which is nice. There's some Marvel stuff in there, which is nice. Um, I don't hate it. I'm still finding it weird, but is Terence happening? And hangout show? What is a hangout show? Oh, it's it's that. So, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember Age of Ultron? <laughs> I It's got Paul Bettany in it, yes. Yes, I okay. remember Paul Bettany. Was well, unfortunately, it's before he turns up. Ah, so right. this may not work. But there is a, they have a party at Avenger Tower. You know parties, right? <laughs> okay. It's okay. It's okay. Unlike dating, I have been to parties. First, you have to invent the universe, and then you can have a party. And, yeah. <laughs> I don't and remember try- a party. They're trying to lift the hammer. And they're all having a go at lifting the hammer. I thought they were in a nightclub. No. Okay. No. Anyway, so there's just a mm. bit after the party yeah. where they're all just hanging out together and it's just kind of, you know, just seeing these characters interacting and that instead of having to sort of be in a I big see. battle yeah. or what have you. Yeah, and like so, off-duty superheroes. Yes, absolutely. Yes, right. That's a much better way of putting it. Um, but the thing is, I don't just want the superhero. I want the Nikki and the Pug and the Mallory. Mm. Which is, I think, why this episode worked better for me. Or reason... I may have just, I may have just surrendered at this stage. <laughs> I feel like the reason I needed to clarify is just like, I it hasn't felt like anyone. I haven't felt like I'm hanging out with anyone. I felt like I'm waiting for a plot. And when it's a hangout <laughs> thing, I feel, I feel like that's clearer because people are like usually having coffee. What was Rennie Ellie Scoldsbury drinking? Because I'm quite good at drinks, but I didn't know that glass. So, what when? was she drinking when they went for the drink? And and they had a drink, and I felt like Jen clearly had a whiskey because that was a whiskey glass. But then I was looking at Renee's glass, and I thought Mallory's glass. And I thought I don't I don't know what this drink is. She spills half of it on the table. Come I on, thought... cocktail king. <laughs> so yeah, Over I, to I, you. I felt like Matthew might have that one. I wondered if it might be tequila because Americans seem to be having a bit of a tequila phase at the moment. But then I thought. Do you drink that much of it in that glass? I don't know. I, th- I was I think interested. Posh tequila, don't you sip? The she she sure stuff. did knock it back at the end, but uh, then she did make that know. face, and she was just like, <laughs> "It could be because who is it that suggests going for the drink?" Jen. Yeah, so she agrees to go for a drink. Ah, but she wants it done quickly. She has a tequila shot, maybe. But it wasn't like a shot looks like because he's researching. Can you have a tequila shot without lime and salt? You know, that's a tequila shot. But yeah, I, think I think Americans do think fancy tequila now. Posh, yeah, posh tequila. Yeah. I think probably you don't, you don't do so. Do it off man. someone's belly button. No. <laughs> don't look at me like you haven't. <laughs> anyway, that was that was the thought I had, and I feel like we we sort of talked around Mallory a little bit, but mm. um, but do you think that's all the Mallory we're going to have? You... I hope not. I really hope not, and and because it did seem to be this. You know, we're not besties, but we're starting to build something there. It's not tequila. Cocktail King. But it is some sort of shot of something, so I wonder if it's like a rum. Um, it's not a brandy in a... in a. 
You it, can't put a brandy in, that, in, in a glass in, like in that. In that sort of glass, but... Brandy up to what, the top. What colour is it? It is, it, is, it is some sort of amber liquid. It is oh, not a clear okay. liquid anyway. Aftershock. And it, it's <laughs> definitely not aftershock. She <laughs> sips at the first half of it, although then when the shot changes... It, there's then less of it in there and there's enough for her to be able to gulp down the final bit. So I wonder if it's a whiskey, but it's a harder whiskey than a sipping whiskey. Mm. So I was curious, a massive shot. How big are American shots? No, it's it's maybe a double. Maybe a double, but it's well, it's not, you know. Any American alcoholics that would help us. <laughs> that would be also really helpful. That's more our crowd. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, well, well, we'll find out what Mallory's drink is, maybe, if she comes back and they go and then she orders it and then she'll tell us and then that would be nice. Yeah, that would be a very <laughs> specific Imagine scene. that specific scene could come and solve that problem for us. No, it just, I, it, because it was such an odd scene about kind of, you know, I'm clever friends now. And uh, and it was also awkward. And I just thought, you can't you can't leave it there. But also, I don't know where you go next. And now I, I just feel really awkward around it now as well. There, there's a vague <laughs> sense of getting the team together, but getting the legal yeah. team together, which I appreciate. And again, feels very Ali McBeal. And I think we've said this from the beginning, and I appreciate it as a show. And I really wish someone would start streaming Ali McBeal so we could just start <laughs> watching it, please. <laughs> yeah, I second that. Mm. I need more cholesterol in my life. So, I feel like we're kind of through it. Does anyone have anything else they would like to add? No. He asks her, Nikki if she was speaking Chinese. Chinese is not a language. But fine. That's, that's fine. certainly true. I feel like Disney would have gotten that better given how much they tried to sell to the Chinese market, but fine. fine. Do you feel like the character would have gotten that better? Well, that's the... That's always the thing, isn't it? That's the thing, Is it the it? show but, or is know, it the character? Just because they're an awful character or something doesn't mean they, you know, you can't write things better. Anyway. Nikki's not awful. No, it's not no, Nikki. The says guy. It, it, she she speaks to him. He says, "Is that Chinese?" Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Chinese. Yeah, and Chinese is not a language. And Mandarin. then she said, so. and then she said, she repeats, and she says, "Yes, I said it in Chinese." Ah, well, yeah. I thought she said something like, "She said that we're not cops." Yeah. No, but she no. Says, I think I, I thought I thought her response was something in different. Chinese. I feel so ashamed. But he right. said it first. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think mostly for next week, I would like a good costume reveal. A costume doesn't necessarily need to be good, but I would like, like, I would like the revealing of it to be like good. And I don't want them to kind of make the whole episode annoying <laughs> around it. <laughs> like now they've dropped this cliffhanger, and it's just like because I'm so in such structural discomfort with how this show works. <laughs> it's like now I'm waiting to see this thing, and are you going to show me in a way that's going to make me more annoyed? <laughs> Because <laughs> I want to enjoy it, I'm really trying to enjoy it, and there are things that I there were more things this episode that I did enjoy. Yes, a lot of them were clothing, but you know that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, good. That's what I'd like. So, um, if you would like to follow us on Twitter and tell us things, and if you are the lawyers or fans of alcohol, or yeah, you know, if you've got anything to say about any of this, then. Uh, you can find us at Eloquent Gushing on Twitter, and Matthew can be found at at Eloquent Gushing on Instagram as well, where you can check out all the bakes we're doing for the Worth the Calories Bake Off podcast. Mm. This week made a red velvet cake, and next week some sort of biscuit. How is the kitchen? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It was also making cookies tonight. Catherine also made Victoria's sandwich 
sponges, um, uh, sa- Victoria sponge sandwich cakes. So we have a nice. lot of cake in the fridge. <laughs> That's a good way for a fridge to be, isn't it? <laughs> Laura, where can we find you? Uh, less cake this end, I'm afraid. Um, at this, no, that's your. <laughs> that's, your... <laughs> that's fine. You can do me, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, just send them to the At Laura geeks out. Wonderful. And you can indeed find me at this. Are you sure? And I have, I have no cake. Isn't that awful? Um, mm. Matthew, send us cake. Okay. Good. That's recorded. <laughs> Binding. <laughs> Marvelous. Mm.